I love being able to put my sails in the right direction when I first get up. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Greg. And as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hey, friends, we're back here for another episode of Wisdom of the Wilderness, and we are still eagerly anticipating the arrival of summer out here in the South country. It is, uh, yeah, gosh, wow. Yet to hit 70 Fahrenheit on the scale. Uh, it's been a little bit chilly. It even snowed a bit last week. Yeehaw. But that's okay. That's sometimes how it goes. So we are taking the chance to enjoy and appreciate all the stuff that we can see from the hay starting, excuse me, the hay starting to grow, uh, little baby calves, turning into no longer little baby calves. Lots of animals out frolicking around as the flowers are blooming. I actually saw me a daffodil growing in the wild a couple days ago. Saw some beautiful gardens as well. And I got out of this little corner of the corner pocket of the world and got to go back to a little bit warmer place, uh, drier, more open, the Northern Sonoran Desert. And uh, that was beautiful to reconnect some people to see what's uh, going on to explore that forest a bit more see some of those sites and uh lots of magic transpired on that uh and today we we're actually going to go into something that came to me while i was out there because it was it was an interesting experience and what i was going to talk about and tie back into nature is uh expectations because anytime we go somewhere you know arguably when you get up in the morning expectations things can have a huge impact on what your experience actually is what your experience might be and or how you can learn and grow from things so i figured why not dive into this topic a little bit uh and combine some of the different things that i i've seen over the past past week oh gosh sometimes like a day seems like a week a week seems like a year who even remembers what happened back in april right right so anyways <clears throat> How this kind of uh, came about is I was driving my truck and I was going up this crazy mountain pass, which uh, has no guardrails on it. So it's uh, totally, totally legit. And there's a little chipmunk that I saw come up from one side of the road and then run across the other side of the road. And I was driving my truck. I was going uphill. I was doing a pretty good clip. And I saw this, the chipmunk run out and my front tires went over and didn't hear anything. And didn't hear anything in the back tires. And I remember being a very small child, oh, not very small child, but a small child uh, around eight or nine, and being in Crater Lake National Park and seeing a squirrel run ahead of a car and got clear of the first two wheels and then try to escape and got crushed by the rear two wheels. But that experience stuck with me because my brother and I saw it happen and we walked up and looked at it and my dad talked to us about it and it was just really interesting to see life end so abruptly 
uh, and see what that physically looked like to not be hidden from it, have it hidden away, uh, pretend it didn't happen, but to actually see, whoa, that little chipmunk was there and that little chipmunk looks like a pancake. So uh, rest in peace to that little chipmunk that we saw. But it just went under my truck and then I went over. I didn't hear anything. And from what I could see in the rear view and the side mirrors, I didn't hit anything. But that made me think, hey, wow, expectations. Um, how, how, would, how would things potentially have changed if I expected to hit that chipmunk and stopped or if i sped up to try to hit that chipmunk or if i just kept doing what i was doing and said hey you know i'm just going to be here with it if it's his time or her time it's his or her time if not that's okay um but it, it got me into thinking about a lot of things and there's a number of ways that we could take this with our expectations because you know what do you what do you think is going to happen or how are people um projecting or uh, thinking about what are those thoughts we're having about things, how is that actually influencing a situation that we may be may be experiencing? And with uh, for expectation, um, there's actually not really great def definitions that don't revolve around using expectation in the definition. Isn't that kind of weird? Definition of expectation, the act or state of expecting or anticipation, uh, something expected, a basis for expecting, the state of being expected, um, synonyms, anticipation, uh, prospect, contemplation, but it's, it's really weird because <laughs> you're defining it with its own thing. So yeah, just really weird. Um, but, but I started to think about, you know, like you're, you're projecting things, what might happen. So in the context of a date, Hey, I have this hot date with this really attractive prospect. Um, I'm really interested in this person. And what are the expectations? Is their voice going to sound a certain way? Are they going to be dressed a certain way? Are they going to be on time or not on time? Is it going to be a beautiful day and you can go for a walk in the park and have a coffee or a tea? Uh, is it going to go well and you'll have a second date? Are you, you know, putting on your best clothes and everything like that? So you have all these expectations of like, here's how it might happen. And it turns out we can actually cause a lot of stress on ourselves by having expectations. Simply in that situation, the expectation the person is going to show up on time. Maybe that's a huge trigger. Maybe that's an immediate deal breaker that, uh, hey, 10 minutes late, I'm out. Um, you know, maybe uh, the voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard to you. Maybe it ends up not being a beautiful blue day. Maybe it ends up, uh, <laughs> this happened to me one time uh, out on the other side of the, of the Rockies. Uh, went for a nice long, longish walk and ended up getting stuck on open plain in a thunderstorm. Hail was about the size of peas hitting us. That was interesting. I mean, all I can do is really really go with it. But uh, that was not an expectation that I had, but it did lead to some other very interesting experiences. So this is a little, little, little bit about how all these expectations you have can totally change the trajectory of things. Oh my gosh, the person showed up dressed casually and I showed up, you know, like in my best clothes. Um, the person's voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard, all that. And then that can mean, hey, wow, my experience, I'm, I'm ex I'm thinking this is going to happen. I'm wanting this to happen. Here's what's actually happening. And there's a stress 
response in the body because what you want to happen is not actually happening. Or you think you're going to get a job. You're super excited. You tell a bunch of friends, hey, I just got my dream job. And all of a sudden they send you a message and say, oh, hey, that position's actually not open anymore. Good luck. Um, wow. Those things can be a deal. So when we have this balance of we're, we're wanting one thing to happen and it's not, and then something else might happen, um, we can actually release a whole bunch of stress in the body and have all these things happen because we're getting stressed out because, you know, maybe you're going to work and you're, for whatever reason, you're running late. You start to go into, oh my gosh, here's some some anxiety. And then the stress response starts of what's going to happen if I'm late? Am I going to get written up? Like, what if it happened? You know, this is the second time it's happened. Oh my gosh, what if I get fired? What if all these things happen? What if my boss is mad? What if my coworkers are mad? What if I let somebody down? Activates a sympathetic nervous system because we're starting to have a dangerous or a stressful situation. Hey, whoa, I expected the person for the date to look like these photos. They don't. Now it's a stressful situation. Uh, it's aut activated automatically. There's no conscious control, but then the adrenals might release epinephrine and norepinephrine. Uh, heart rate might increase. Uh, so we then get more oxygen and nutrients to the brain and muscles. Even though this is not a life or death stress, this is a, a stress that's going on in our mind. Um, we get more glucose into the bloodstream in case the muscles need it. Uh, the airways, the bronchioles and the lungs expand. That means we can get more air, then we get more oxygen to the blood and the rest of the body. The pupils might dilate because we're surprised or threatened. Hey, you don't look like your photos. Oh gosh, now what are we gonna do? Um, Digestive activity can slow down because a lot of the, the energy we have available is used to, to deal with this stress. And then uh, the bladder actually relaxes. So this has, is a twofold thing. Um, you know, the first stress response, it means that you might be able to hold your urine when you're stressed. Um, but if it gets worse, then sometimes people get in that crippling fear and uh, they involuntarily lose bladder control because the body is so subsumed with stress and fear. So that's really interesting. That's, that's more of the fight or flight response, but that can happen in some of the stress situations that we're in, whether it's dating or overtaking someone on the highway, whatever these things are. So what I want to share was some of the ways that we can um, move, move through and move with these things that are happening when we do have these expectations and I'm going to think I'm going to focus on the one, um, the dating experience now, but you know, doesn't work out or they've got kids they didn't tell you about, or they brought kids they didn't tell you about or all kinds of things. So what can we learn from nature? And one of the best ways to let go of the expectations we have or the ideas we have in our head versus what's actually happening is to just simply breathe. Eckhart Tolle talks about it in The Power of Now, just to be here, to breathe. Where am I? I am here. What time is it? It's right now. There are multiple things happening as I'm recording this, looking out the window into the Ponderosas. And I'm also just here in this experience. So letting, letting go of it and breathing, coming back to the breath. Oh, gosh. Okay. You don't look like your photo. Uh, oh, gosh. I wasn't expecting that as an answer. Oh, good gravy. Hallelujah, Charlie Brown. Uh, 
you have a voice that yeah, sounds just like my ex. Sounds like nails on a chalkboard. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. Whatever it might be. Whew, breathe. Nice deep inhales and exhales. I learned it as box breathing. Inhale to account of four. Pause to account of four. Exhale to account of four. Pause to account of four. Just making a box over and around the whole way that we go. Very, very interesting and a way that things can happen. And with that, what are some of the things that we can learn from nature? We have these situations that we're in that might not meet our expectations, the person, the work, the kids, whatever's happening. Um, so here's what happened to tie back to the squirrel. That squirrel could, or the chipmunk, the chipmunk, that chipmunk, death is a reality at any point of its life. That chipmunk could be picked off by an eagle running across the road, by a hawk running across the road, by an osprey, by a vulture. Who knows? There's a lot of birds of prey. That chipmunk could get hit by a truck. Chipmunk could be wrong place, wrong time, and be an hors d'oeuvre for, say, a wolf or a bear or a cougar. All these things are out here. It is there. You know, the animal kingdom really does show us that uh, there's a power to presence and just being in the now, releasing things when they're done and not letting go. But that entire life, you know, trying to go get some food, trying to look around for things, trying to climb a tree, that could be the end of it. And the animals are okay with it. They, they seem to comprehend and know, hey, this is just a part of life. I know we, we saw a bunch of rabbits out here and, you know, the rabbits are giving birth and the cats will wait just outside of where mom has picked to, to give birth. So as soon as the little babies come out, they get picked off by cats. It might be cruel. It might not meet our expectations of animals are friendly and fun. And look how look how they have high tea in the forest, like Simpsons showed us. Um, but there's also, here's what's actually happening. It's not good or bad. This is actual life being represented right in front of us. Those baby bunnies don't stand a great chance of surviving for a long time. There's a lot of predators out here. There's a lot of way to die. But that's okay. With the death at any point, you can, you know... Why live for tomorrow when we can live for today? Seize the day, carpe diem. So that was one of the things that made me think, got me thinking was with those expectations, hey, if there is a chance, why not live for the now? Why not be in the moment? Why not do today what you can today? Definitely balances with long-term goals and plans and you know, say, uh, restraint being the better part of valor. But at the same time, we can be in the now and just be in this experience and step out of our judgment or our interpretation of it by remembering that death could happen at any point. Doesn't really help to get attached to a ton of stuff knowing that, hey, that could that could happen at any point. Uh, okay, the next thing for their expectations, because, you know, situation's not, not happening and you're stressed a little bit. Um, it was, let the river be the river. That really came to me. I live by this giant river lake thing, which is beautiful. And allowing it to just be. It's been really interesting seeing as a snowmelt starts and water is flowing, how it changes every day is a little bit different. Sometimes there's more water. Sometimes there's less water. Uh, the, the rocks are here. The rocks are gone. Uh, where I used to sit and just meditate uh, is under about three feet of water right now. I don't even know if that'll be that'll be there when um, the freshet is done. Who knows? It, it may be, it may not be, but just allowing it to be. 
you know, the river is great for different things at different times of the year. And this is a time to, to look at it and know, hey, it's uh, fairly dangerous to try and get in there right now. If you choose to do that, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. I don't think there's any reason to be stopped. But know that, you know, there's different situations, different circumstances at all times. Uh, the, the ebbs and flows of life is something that came to me too with expectations of knowing, hey, thing, things, things go back and forth. Things kind of go all around. So if we can let go of expectations, we can remember to, to move with life when we look around at the animals uh, or the plants even. There's a time to be active and grow and there's a time to rest and relax. There's a time to work with and there's a time to, to fight against or to, you know, save everything for another day. So with the ebbs and flows, the river changes course throughout time. You know, thing, things go and change. So just because something doesn't look exactly how you want it right now, isn't meeting your expectations, isn't to say that it's not going to change in the future in any way. We, the future is malleable. We can change it. We can, we can create with our power of thoughts, with our power of intent, with our focused actions to take an idea, make a plan and then call it into reality, create it into reality. So just realizing, Hey, wow, this might not be what I was expecting. This might not be what I'd hoped for, but Hey, that's okay. I'll move with it, let it go. And then, uh, refocus for the next aspect, pull all these, release all these stresses and just be with it. The next thing I thought of, because it is springtime here and watering is happening, it's irrigation season and uh, they're making hay. So make hay while the sun shines. You know, if you have an opportunity, perhaps seize it. It may not meet ideas that you have or belief systems that you have, you know, the person that I want to date has to look like this, has to be in this age range, has to have these qualities maybe something shows up and that's the right fit for the future for forever for the next little while for right now who knows but taking taking advantage of opportunities you know that chipmunk ran across the road took advantage of an opportunity maybe was seeking cover because there is an owl or a hawk or an eagle flying around i'm taking that one chance to get under my truck and use that for a little bit of protection maybe meant hey that's a difference between life and death right now <clears throat> Getting part way and knowing, hey, you know, truck wins over diving bird probably every time. So, hey, if you've got that chance, go for it. But I hope this has been, been illustrative of some of the ways that we can just look around and see how nature is processing things. You know, the it hasn't been super sunny here. It hasn't been summertime here yet or even kind of thinking about summertime yet. Uh, that'll change. I think that'll shift pretty quickly. But being okay with what is, it, it's been uh, an unusually wet spring, but that's great because it means more more available water in the ground for right now, more available growing, uh, more available precipitation or just having it, you know, uh, mitigating the fire potential. Um, those are all great things and that we can look around and appreciate and not be, oh my God, I need to have the water be up this high right now so I can get the boat out. Oh my God, I need to have... You know, it has to be dry so I can get this work done. I'm just working with what is. Letting go of it all. I mean, like, hey, cool. It's a beautiful day out here. I still get to look at mountains and water and see animal signs and see some animals. Pretty sure I saw a wolverine today. That's okay. And we can just make the best of it rather than be stressed out. Oh, my gosh, I went for a run and I didn't see any predators today. Oh, my life is ruined. Um, no, that's okay. Some probably saw me, and that's okay. I didn't see them, and we uh, left each other, left each other alone. 
So anyways, that is some thoughts on expectations and how we can use the lessons of nature to to manage manage them, but also to remind us, hey, you know, you can just be here in the experience for what it is. There is no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong or good or bad. The squirrel, uh, chipmunk, could have been run over by my truck, could have been picked off by an eagle. Chipmunk got across the road, and uh, we don't know what happened from there, and that's okay. So, all right, on that note, it is getting to be a very interesting time. I think I'm going to go go for a walk back into the forest, enjoy and appreciate the ponderosas, and do some journaling. So I hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you get a chance to opt outside today and just connect with nature in a very good way. All right. Until next week, friends, 4 o'clock Monday mornings, these things get published. Tell all your friends. Subscribe. Until then, we will wish you the best and catch you next time on the Wisdom of the Wilderness. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.